Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. This is a discussion about Doctor Who, but we're going to be taking a little bit of a different approach. And we're going to be talking about a one individual that has worked on Doctor Who for a while, and he re recently left the show, uh, Stephen Moffat. And we're going to talk about all the negatives and some of the positives that he did. I think we have positives. And uh, we'll just talk about his whole time on the show and, and what he did to it and how we're going to miss him badly. So, my name is Ken. Jeff. <laughs> Julia. Uh, Stephen Moffat. Poor Stephen Moffat. When he got selected, I was jumping up and down. I was clapping. I was... You're a happy. tattoo that said, I love Stephen Moffat. And Aren't you glad we talked you out of that? Yeah. <laughs> it was... Everything that I wanted for the show, and he did the nothing. Yeah. He did the opposite <laughs> of everything that I wanted for the show. But well, and it started off so promisingly because I thought the eleventh hour was a, a good episode. Yeah, you know, and I thought, oh, this maybe won't be so. And he did cast two good actors to play the role of the Doctor, and Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi. Yeah, I, I liked Matt Smith's portrayal. I liked Peter Capaldi too. Um, but I just think they never really, I never really saw them in real, I mean, there was some really good episodes for Matt, Matt Smith and, definitely had more good episodes than the writing Capaldi. Was, the, the writing, writing was, was better in the Matt Smith era than in the than Capaldi in era. era. I would disagree. I, I, I think some of my, I think there are better episodes than there were Capaldi, but I think there were a lot worse episodes of Matt Smith than Capaldi. Maybe. Maybe it's a, <laughs> I don't know. Have to go through that, but uh, I mean, uh, there's just some really bad ones with Matt Smith. So the, what's that final episode? I have it written down here. Time, time of, of the, the Doctor. doctor. <laughs> Actually, Time of the Doctor is my. I forgot to write that. Third down. worst cinema. Well, I, that's I didn't. I didn't order mine. Like I, I, I kind of sort of did. I, I didn't, but yeah. I didn't order mine, but. We're, we're, later on, we're going to go over our top and, and bottom, but we can certainly talk a little bit about it. I, I only have one from Peter Capaldi as my worst. The rest of them are all Matt Smith episodes. So, uh, But anyways, um, that would have to be. I don't even know if that's that's bad. Those are bad. Moffat's bad. So, thanks for... No, okay. Um, <laughs> I think one of the things that I didn't like about Stephen Moffat, and he sort of did this in the, his shows, his episodes before, when Russell T. Davis is... He's a fan. He loves fantasy. He, all his episodes are about fantasy. When you look at the imagery of, you know, Clara going up to the TARDIS with the clouds and wh whatever episode that was. Snowman. Snowman. And, and just the, the fantasy element was, and even Capaldi mentioned it at the end, saying they were talking about fantasies and stuff like that. And, and maybe, I guess, some people would argue, I thought Doctor Who was a science fiction show. There are definitely fantasy elements to it, but it's more science fiction. But Moffat made it very fantasy-orientated. And so the science kind of goes away, and it's more about fantasy. And that's one thing that I felt <coughs> I didn't like that much. Russell T. Davis didn't care. He would have a, a science story, and he would say, oh, let's just put them in a shower and wash them with with a cure and everything will be fine. At least that's a science answer. It's the it's horrible wrong. science, but it's, but with, with Moffat, it's more like, 
Uh, there really wasn't yeah. much science in the there, stories. There's no, I didn't think there was much science in Doctor Who anyway. It, it, you might be right. I mean, I, when I think it's about episodes, like, I think... It's not like... I can't even think of a science-y sh space show that's, you know... Well, Star Trek is kind of science. Star Trek is more science-y. Star Trek is definitely more science fiction than fiction fiction. Well, the third Doctor era is a very science fiction-ish. It's like the old style science fiction. Well, I mean, Horror Fane Rock wasn't a fantasy. It was more of science, had science in it. They, they explained what the aliens were. They explained what they were doing. They, they explained was, what they had to use to kill it. Yeah, there, there wasn't just a Sonic Super Guy going, Yes, that got overused. And certainly Moffat, I didn't write that in my notes, but that's definitely a huge Moffat problem was the Sonic Screwdriver. And I forgot to mention it in our review of the Christmas special recently, but they, the doctor's like, what do you, stop making that buzzing noise. It, it, it kind of, I like that, because it was, every time they bring a, the war doctor or the first doctor in, they're always making comments about the super stupid Sonic Screwdrivers. But Moffat still uses it, and, and it's... They overuse it. Like in the power of three, that's how he saves the day. He brings out the Sonic Screwdriver and goes like this. It's a magic wand. To the control, the computer control, and Ellison, that's how he saves the day. He just, yeah, it's like yeah. a magic wand, just zing and... The Russell D. Davis wasn't much better. He His answers, his Deus Ex answers or whatever... Um, were kind of like out of left field and like, oh, Rose comes down and goes, Whoosh, and everyone's saved, or Donna, everyone's saved. But at least there's some sort of science basis to it, or a, an attempt at an explanation. But that's something that I think underlined a lot of the episodes when he started to do all this stuff. It's just one thing that I'm throwing out there as kind of an overview. Yeah, I think he... He did a lot of uh, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain stuff. Mm -hmm. Which uh, bugged me a lot, because it was it, it dumbed it down, and it made it made it feel like he thought the audience was stupid, mm -hmm. who was watching this and wasn't gonna question why he was doing anything. That they were just gonna be so happy that they were watching Doctor Who, which I'm sure some people are, but you know, not everybody just consumes television like they're being spoon-fed baby's food you know it, it some of us like to think about it and when you treat your audience like they're kind of stupid they're, you're gonna piss off a fair percentage of them and that's probably why a lot of them don't watch anymore yeah that could be one of the reasons well I mean when you look at Moffat's earlier stories like the girl in the fireplace I remember looking at the screen and going why is this happening why is there a woman go looking at the fireplace, why are they there, why are they this, why, why, why? And by the end of the episode, I'm like, okay, it makes perfect sense. Right. Blink. Why? Oh, no, no, it makes perfect sense. But in this, when he took over, he never, like you said, why is this, why is there an astronaut on the, on the well... Because I said so. I said so, forget about it, here's how it's going to be answered, and everyone's going to, and, and that's... He's well, missing part of his storytelling. <laughs> yeah, the ones that we all like, the ones that he wrote when Russell was the showrunner, maybe Russell reined him in from doing that, and that's why those well, stories yeah. are a lot better. And now when I don't he's want to give Russell that credit, but well, maybe. <laughs> now that he's when Smoffett was on his own as a showrunner, yeah. there was no one to rein him in and saying, "Hey, Stephen, that's stupid," or "Stephen, why is that?" 
where before Russell destroyed one record and said, hey, that's kind of dumb, or why did you do this? Okay. It doesn't make sense, and go fix it. That's a possibility. No, there was, there was no editor to correct him. Right. It, he, he was the editor. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, and I, you know, I don't know who wrote some of the episodes that I did like, that that um, he did. I'd have to, I'll have to look it up when we discuss them. But um, you know, some of them were really good. You know, the yeah. ones that were good were really good. When, when Russell T. Davis was doing the show, I remember, like, and I I didn't try to do this, but it ended up being the case that every season. There, my favorites were never written by Russell G. Davis. They're always written by someone else. Moffat, um, <coughs> Tom McRae, or um, Toby Whitehouse. Toby Whitehouse, stuff like that. And, and I, I, when I made up my list, I said, I wonder if the same thing is going to be true with Moffat. It wasn't entirely because I do have two that I sort of picked from Moffat's thing, and I, I was like, I shouldn't do that because it, it, it kind of undermines my whole point that Moffat isn't good, but. Russell D. Davis did write some good episodes, and I have to give credit to, like, he wrote Midnight, which I like a lot, and and so Moffat wasn't a total waste in this last few years. He did write some good episodes, less than bad episodes, but um, one of the other things that I hated, and I know a lot, uh, you guys maybe didn't like him that much, was the speeches that they all the characters seemed to have. They all were grandstanding. They were all literally almost looking at the camera saying... I liked the speeches when the speeches made sense and were part for the story. Mm-hmm. Not okay. where he just wrote a speech and just threw it in there. Yeah. Like if you do the Rings of Akatan, that speech where he's confronting the, alien, uh, the big giant planet thing, yeah. that made sense. In the Zygon episode, the speech, yep. that made sense. That was a good speech. But there's... You get the sometimes the clever ones where she goes out and she starts and I'm like, do we really need that? I mean, we just had that the same Clara type of speech that she does almost every episode. I, I didn't like the I think it was in Good Man Goes to War where oh yeah every time where the doctor is this and the doctor is that and 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 everywhere you go the doctor's I, I hated that because it was sort of artificially boosting what we should already feel about. I mean, oh yeah, the doctor's dangerous to the bad guys. We get it. No, we just want to remind people. And the doctor says to the little kid in that episode, I'm the, I'm the one that the monsters have nightmares about. Why do you have to keep telling us in every episode that, that we, we, we watching the show will come to that conclusion? Why do you have to tell us to come to that conclusion? And, and maybe this goes to your whole thing of dumbing it down, because instead of just showing us something and us going, wow, that's clever, he has to kind of say, well, ho, I'm clever. And, um, I mean, maybe he's, Moffat himself is not as secure in his writing. Maybe he feels that, you know, and so he has to kind of say, well, no one's going to guess this because I did this, and no one's going to sit there and say, this story was bad because no one guessed it. Like, if everyone guessed it, then I would have failed. And that's not true. Well, I think he likes to, to, to say, look at how clever I am. Yeah. And, and that's, that's annoying as hell. Yeah. Especially when a show off. there's no way to, to, to come up with the, the ending unless you're, you know, because that's why the endings come out of left field and they don't always make sense. And it's like, whoa, I picked up on that in episode three. Oh, good for you. 
Mm-hmm. But why don't you just do something simple that doesn't ha- isn't so convoluted? The Clara thing was with her going back in time and rescuing everyone. I mean, you know, that the was setup, okay. It was okay, but it was but like it didn't. It, it, wrote, it wrote them into a into a corner that they they never address it again. No, it, and he, I don't think he used her right afterwards. Because once you had that story of when she goes back in time to save the doctor, oh, I see what you mean. before you, and then Didn't which leads into the day of the doctor, she should have probably left at the time of the doctor or okay. the Christmas episode like she was supposed to. Because he didn't know what to do with her the next series, the next two series, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I she liked was... her as a character, but but after the were... last two seasons, I was like, I can't support this character anymore. Times where you're just shaking your head, going, he doesn't know what to do with her. She should have left after um, the name of the doctor. That should have been her last episode. Yeah, and I think it was supposed to be her last episode. Well, this episode was supposed to be that Christmas one with Santa yeah, Claus. It seems like she kept coming back. The snowman? No, no, the one with Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Oh, how come I didn't have that on my list? I told you. I mean, we should have made a top but, ten. Yeah, top... top <laughs> last you know, Christmas? Yeah. It's, it's Christmas. assumed That's the Christmas really... episodes are the worst. Anyways. Uh... Yeah, but she should have gone after the name of the Doctor. Yeah. That should have been her last episode. Mm-hmm. That should have been it. And he would have been companionless in the day of the night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come up with something else. Yeah. Well, I they guess. always come back. Clara kept coming back, right? You know? Yeah. Like the bad penny, she kept coming. <laughs> Keeps coming back. Um, I don't know if he really wrote for female characters that well. I mean, I think he, he no, redeemed he himself with Bill Potts a little bit. I thought Bill Potts was probably. Bill Potts is probably his best. Yeah. In my opinion, I think it's his best companion. Yeah, I would say. And, and I'm not saying that doesn't say much. She's not well, in Amy many episodes. Amy wasn't bad, though. Ooh. Amy? <laughs> Amy was fine no for, Amy. for a while. She had some good but stuff. she didn't stay on until she stayed on for, what, a season and a half? Your pen just fell apart. She, well, that's because it's the Miami Dolphins pen. So, yeah. um, they fall apart around this summer. <laughs> they, um... <laughs> Sometime sooner. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and like uh, the um, Amy, I didn't like it when she kissed the doctor, and that was right at toward the beginning of the and season. And that was kind of a forced scene yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, she, she's mean to worry. There's a lot of things I don't like about her, but I, I don't think he did a really good job writing for females. And when he when they were female villains, they were kind of like the cackling, like "Oh, doctor, ho ho ho." And they all were like that. The one from uh, that time of the Doctor, or whatever, that was supposed to be River Song, but it wasn't. I mean, she was kind of oh. like flirty. They're all flirty. The name of female character, except for baby. You mean Kate. Melody? Yeah. No. Mel? No. 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 The one in the the the, the woman. Uh. They went to the planet where they were naked, and there was a woman there that that acted just like River Song. Which was supposed to be Alex Kingston, which he wasn't available. Yeah, so they got some other person, and, oh, Doctor, you're back. Ho-ho, uh, we had fun last time you were here, you know. How do I not remember this episode at all? Well, this is the one with the time of the... The, the, the Doctor regenerates. Right? Yeah. The wooden Remember the church with the silence, and she's in there, and she has a Dalek... Uh, ice well, Dalek ice stock comes out of her head. She's only in it for a short period of time, but... Anyhow, do you remember Matt Smith? Yes, I remember Matt okay. Smith. <laughs> do you remember the wooden Cyberman and him naked at Clara's uh, Christmas dinner? Oh, that one. Uh, yes. 
Well, Notice when he said Matt Smith making a Christmas dinner. Bing. Yeah, that was, <laughs> she remembers that. There was. Uh, I was just like, oh god. But, uh, I mean, he didn't do well with female characters. No. And some maybe some guest characters were okay. I thought he did okay with Clara for a short period of time, but she had a purpose at one point, and then she didn't. Yes, you know, her purpose Bill was Potts, to save the doctor. Yeah, which I didn't like. I didn't Bill, either. But Bill Potts was good. I, yes. I don't have any major complaints with her. Like. She no, was good. I, yeah. I loved Bill. I thought she was great. And Some of the guest characters were okay. I mean, as female characters, but I don't think he could sustainly write for a female character. And Maisie Williams' character was kind of... Wasted. Bland, bland and... Yeah. Uh, you know, I liked also um, Heather, the girl with the thing in her eye. The water creature. The water creature. Oh, okay. I liked her. I did too. She was Especially she was when good. she came back. I liked her. Yeah. I think he either got some help or he figured it out toward the end. I think someone had to help I him. I think somebody had to help him. I think somebody finally said. I think they were, said, he was getting criticized way too much and somebody had to help him. I think even Missy got better toward the end, too, in my opinion. I think mm -hmm. her early ones were just kind of like, oh, boy, another... She was too off the wall. But towards the end, she was a lot better. Like you said, but she worked well with Capaldi. She but did, yeah. You have the two veteran actors playing off each other, and it was more believable, especially when he was trying to make her... Maybe because they're her, both Scottish. Well, <laughs> not, not that, maybe because they were, you know, especially when he was trying to make her see the error of her ways and make her good, that kind of worked. That was, wasn't was a bad idea. Hmm. The, um, I, I like Missy, so yeah, I'm well, not, I know. I okay. I'm never going to be upset about and that's fine. How Missy I, was written. I mean, she did chew the scenery a lot. Yeah, I, I didn't have a major problem with her, but I, I, I did. I don't like it when characters, female characters, come out and start flirting with a doctor right away. I mean, it seems like they all did that, and they don't have to do that. It doesn't have to be about sex, but uh, when, when, when you're was, a villain, doesn't mean. And maybe the male characters were like that too. I was just glad they toned her down, from when you see her for the first time in Deep Breath, and she's dancing around. Yeah. In that garden, you're like, ooh, and you're just like, oh god, what the hell is this? Well, she's obviously batshit crazy. Yeah, but it was kind of little. But I don't like when any villain does stuff like, like that. Like, I'm just glad, like, John yeah. Sim got a reprieve from the way Russell wrote him, and you see him the way Moffat wrote him, and you're just like, that's the way he should have been the whole time, not this crazy off the wall, right. skeletor looking creature. Skeletor again? <laughs> Well, yeah, you know when his face turns skull and he's got the lightning bolts coming out of his uh, like stupid. I actually do not remember that at all. <laughs> On purpose. Um, another thing that Moffat tended to do is he loved to, in addition to make people feel like they don't know what they're doing or watching, is he puts things in that are shocking imagery that's shocking. Russell T. Davis did this too, but Moffat did it. The thing, like Impossible Astronaut, where you see, is it Possible Astronaut? where you see yes. the astronaut on the beach, it's like, again, he did it in Blink, and where, how, how is it that you could take, rip wallpaper off, the old wallpaper, and have an, your name on there, doesn't make any sense, but it makes sense later on. An impossible astronaut, you see an astronaut shooting the doctor, and you're like, how is that possible that you can get, you can get a story that leads to that? And then by the end, you, you hope to be like, ho, 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 but we, we were kind of like, oh, what? That whole River Song storyline 
was way too confusing. I see. I know I have said this before, but I have watched those episodes multiple times, and I'm still like, wait a minute, what? Because it just to, doesn't make sense. I'll revisit them again. It does not make sense. Oh, I got some of those in my purse. It, it drives <laughs> me crazy. I couldn't decide which ones to put on there, but the Impossible Astronaut annoyed the crap out of me. Although I did really like... I liked it because it was dark. I did really like the guy who's now on Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Who plays the devil. Who play, oh, the guy who played Canton? Oh, what's his name? He's like in everything. He's yeah. in everything. I didn't like him because... Uh, I know why you didn't uh, like him. I'm not going to get into that. I don't want people... Well, I do want people to email me. Anyways... Uh, um, deep breath. Why is there a freaking dinosaur in London? It made no sense. Mark it didn't Shepherd. add anything to the Mark plot. Mark Shepard. That's his name, Mark Shepard. Mark Shepard, yeah. Yeah, he's in everything. Crawley. Crawley. Yeah. He's in Star Crawley, Trek. Crawley, yeah. He was in Star Trek. He's in everything. He's in everything. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, one of Moffat's problems I have is that he would write a really good first part story, and then in the second part, it just turns to crap. Oh, all his season finales are like that, pretty much. Yeah, all his season finales. You like you, you watch part one, except, yeah. except for the last one. That was actually... Well, anyway, you watch it and you're like, yeah, and then the second episode goes and go, oh, really? <laughs> it's just like a big downer. It gets you all... I mean, Russell was sort of like that, but at least you were expecting that. <laughs> well, you have cliffhangers, and again, Russell Davis did this too, and maybe, maybe it's a, the BBC has to do this. Is when you have a Titanic going through the TARDIS, it's a shock value where you're like, oh, I gotta watch that now, and it's a gimmick, and I don't know why the show has to do that. Do you do you really have to? Maybe you do now, but back then, did you have to make a gimmick to make people want to watch the next season? No. I, I mean, they don't they even really, really don't. I mean, people are gonna watch Doctor Who. They don't even have to do it now. They didn't have to have. Jodie Whittaker falling out of the TARDIS for us to tune in for the next season because it's a fan most people would. It's just infuriating to have to wait that long to see well, how is she going to get out of it. Yeah. Just like Matt Smith. And it's going to be something predictable and you're going to go, oh wow, I waited eight months for that, that sucked. <laughs> kind of like what we did for... But I mean, the, the, the original series didn't do as many cliffhangers. It's, it's a changed TV environment, but like in Deep Breath, when you saw promotionals for that, because that was a season opener, right. and I always didn't Season openers and endings for Russell T. Davis I hated because he was always, they were over-promoted. It seemed like every time Russell T. Davis did an episode, it was over-promoted. It's like, oh, look at this, and deep Especially breath. The, yeah. With Moffat, what did you see? Dinosaur, 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 dinosaur. It had nothing to do with, it had a little bit, but not much to do with the plot. And I thought deep breath was really good, except for the dinosaur scene, and, and right. I already changed my list because I made a mistake. <laughs> now that I think about it, I put something on the list that probably shouldn't be there. But well, you 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 have every right to change your mind. Okay. Because I have already changed my mind on a couple. But there's so much. There's good things in these episodes, and then something comes along, just a, a Moffatism comes along, and just like underlines it and goes, "Ha ha! You yeah. thought this was a good episode? Look at this." Well, now that we've <laughs> really ripped into him, there's got to be. There are some. I have good stuff here. I think I just forgot that list. There was some good stuff. Yeah, there's so, there was the fiftieth anniversary. He well, the fiftieth anniversary I didn't even count because that was amazing and right. I you know that was uh, something special. Um, I mean the Vincent and the Doctor was amazing. Well, I mean but we can start talking it, about which, our, which was no, he didn't. But he <laughs> but he was running the show right. when that took place. 
that was that's I, I, I forget to put my that favorite. I think that storyline with the crack actually was okay. Really, that wasn't bad. Was, that that yeah. whole season of First Matt Smith was was pretty good. Yeah, I didn't have a major problem with that. Um, there are elements of the episodes that I don't like, but overall, if you remember, sometimes you got to look at this in the history. I was anti Russell D. Davis at this time. And when Moffat came on, I was very supportive of him. And so after 11th Hour, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I don't know when it deteriorated. But I think the, it was beast below, the Beast Below. The next episode. Fell that below. sucked. It was so bad. But again, another female character was like, I, I slept with the doctor and I love the doctor. And then even with the 50th anniversary, they had the doctor and the queen there getting it on or whatever. It wasn't the queen, but right? Am I thinking of that one? Yeah, you got it right. Yeah, it was Zygon, but so I, I, it just was like um, I was trying to come up with something good, but you guys keep bringing me down and not allowing me. We got to come because uh, we some, can rattle off good episodes, but a lot of them are written by other people. Other people. I, I do have some that were. Well, I have I have a couple that were written by him. Okay. I did love the name of the Doctor. I thought that was fantastic, and he wrote that. I didn't have that on my list, but that is a very good episode. I don't have that on my list either, and now that I think about it, I should have. <laughs> yeah, and maybe I'll replace. I did have Deep Breath on the list, but the more I think about that dinosaur, I think if you remove that dinosaur and you remove um, maybe even the stupid uh, the Centaur and thing. stuff, yeah, I think that I love that story. It's the the um, what's that called with the gears and stuff? Just that whole the steampunky steampunky. I just like yeah, that. That was a good start for Peter Capaldi, but yeah, yeah. I liked Dark Water too. I liked that episode a lot. After Danny dies, the first part. The first. That part. was a positive that he did. He killed off Danny Pink. <laughs> Stupidly though, I mean, I, it was a well, bad. No, it's not people, really, How many if people you, die if by getting? Just, I mean, probably I know quite, a, quite, probably quite a bit now. Do you think about it? Because people are always on their phones. Well, I know that, attention. but you, it's, um, you think she would have heard something? Like somebody's brake squealing or something when she when he got hit yeah. by the car. Another but, yeah. yeah, another good positive is he got Neil Gaiman to write for the story, for the show. Even though one of the second one wasn't as good as the first, but it wasn't near. You get someone like Ben Elton and Neil Gaiman to write on my list. to to write for the show. I mean that's pretty good big name writer. I mean, that's a pretty good positive. Yeah. And I liked um, well he didn't write this one though, so it doesn't count. But. Well, I, I didn't. I couldn't put all Moffat episodes. Well, I did because I figured you guys would go in a different direction, so I went a different direction. Than so you, you put your top Moffat written stories from the Moffat era. Yeah, because I figured okay. you guys would cover the rest because you would pick the non-Moffat ones. That's why I went in a different direction because knowing what you two would. I picked, and I know this is a controversial one. If 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 I got the title right, World Enough and Time. I got that on my list too. As my. One of my favorites. Well, I, I had that as one of my favorites. That's the first part, again, to the last season before I have that. The Doctor Falls, which I thought sucked. I have that on my best Capaldi one. Okay. I thought we were going to do, but apparently we're not. Well, well we can. Yeah, I have that as my second best Capaldi one. Okay. In fact, I counted it as one episode, as one complete. If episode. I count it as, as one, it doesn't make my top list. <laughs> Because the Doctor Falls was a, I didn't like this. Well, I thought there were better ones than that. I, I guess. Well, it, well, let's hear what your list is, then we should get to the list. Well, I mean, obviously, Vincent the Doctor. It's a no-brainer. Girl who waited, 
another no-brainer in my opinion. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's how you would go. That's why. But those are two episodes not written by right. Doctor's Wife. I, I, I gave credit to that, even though I've only seen it once or twice. I need to see it again. But again, that's not a. a, a, a no, that a was Gaiman. Story. Yeah. What um, the Doctor's Wife? Yeah, that's Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Definitely extremist. No, sorry, I'm just joking. Oh God. <laughs> How's that not on my worst list? I really liked, and uh, this may be an unpopular opinion, but I really uh, liked Mummy on the Orient Express. I I, I didn't mind that. I, I liked that, that one. Good. I like. I thought about putting that on my. I list. really. I because we're doing the best, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I love that Agatha Christie story. Did you see the movie, the new movie? I have not yet, no. Um, I mean, I know the story, so it's right. kind of... <laughs> but I'd That's like to see it for the cinematography. Um, the costuming was fabulous on that. I loved the band that was in it, doing that it was like sort of so jazz version of Queen. Period, even though it was in the future, but they captured the time period. It was perfect. Yeah. Um... I just, I loved that episode. That was a pretty good episode. See, I went a different route, because I knew you guys would pick some that he didn't write. So I did all, my okay. five best were all that he did write. Oh, it must have taken you a while. Well, I was, just joking. was watching TV while I did it. Oh, okay. I, my number five is The Eleventh Hour. Okay, that's all a pretty right. good episode. I also liked Listen. 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 Yeah. Um, the Pandorica okay. Opens and The Big Bang, I think that was his, the better of his... Okay. I mean, the time of angels and flesh and stone. I do like that. I was looking at that just now. I said that's, that's another. That that's like. That's, that's the one really where good. they go to. Uh, that spaceship. The spaceship yeah, with the Byzantian. Yeah. That's whatever, I like yeah. that. Cause that's scary and creepy. And yeah. Angel Bob. Angel Bob. <laughs> and my number one is obviously the day of the doctor because, thank God he didn't screw that up. The fiftieth so anniversary. I think the doctor was really good, but. Um, there were things I didn't like about it, but those are good episodes. I mean, I don't have any major disagreement with any of those. Right, because I, I went with the ones I figured I you guys would go a different route. So I went a different know. route. So I I had the I had Vincent and the Doctor. That's a good one. The Lodger. That is funny as a guilty pleasure story. That's, I that's know a, it's, funny, it's funny, and Ken doesn't like the funny I was ones. I'm going to put Lodger on my bottom, but that's okay. Um, but I that was the first time I'd seen James Corden in anything. And I thought he was just so cute in that episode. And that one wasn't as funny as the second James Corden episode, um, Closing Time. That's a good, that's an good I like that one, too. But, yes, that's um, a good, he doesn't just, like it because the siren got, for, for the siren got defeated by love. I know, yeah. <laughs> I just, I liked The Lodger. I thought it was great. Um, and I thought it was kind of creepy, you know, ones, with, the yeah, little, those were with the thing upstairs and the cybermat and all that. I liked it a lot. See, and we're coming up with some positives for Muff, even though yeah. Ken is like cringing in his chair. No, which you I, can't I mean, and then the the Zygon in, invasion yes, and inversion. I really good. liked those. I have that many Capaldi ones. Those those were mine, and then a lot of the stuff that Bill did, I just really enjoyed. He's going to go last for the worst list. This is ridiculous. I'm looking at it right because now. He's he's he probably, because he's he probably hasn't finished, but I'm going to go with my, my worst list. Well, wait a minute. Are we done with positives? Have um, you given your positive list? Kind of. I mean, I, I, I mentioned, uh, I, I think you had said the snowman was pretty good. Yes, um, I liked the snowman. I liked Bell's. There was a series in the part two of that season where they divided the Bells to St. John. There were four or five episodes in a row that I thought were okay or good. They weren't spectacular, but 
but they were good. The Bells of St. John, the Rings of Akatam, Cold War I liked, Hyde, I, maybe that was the... But he didn't write any of those, that's why you probably like them. <laughs> no, he wrote Bells of St. John. Did he? Yeah, I yeah he, that did. Was okay. he did. That's, I thought and that he was wrote the, the name of the doctor. Hyde. That's one thing he does do well, Journey. is that he'll take an everyday object like Wi-Fi, yeah. and he'll make it scary. Yeah. He's yeah. good at doing that. Yeah. Like but he had, he had some creepy imagery that never panned out. You know, spoon like, people. Well, that was pretty. Those were creepy. Yeah, <clears throat> but when you have the um, the ro the things from the, the you know the square headed robots or whatever that just end up big, you know I don't remember the episode but they just didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what they were from, but <clears throat> uh, maybe we're we're getting more into the realm of episodes that are bad. But um, deep, deep breath. He wrote. I thought that was a really good story for the most part. Um, like you said, listen. Is that the one that's um. That's the one where it ends up on Gallifrey, yeah. where she's under the bed, but it's also where they're, they meet the little Danny Pink, and all of a sudden the bed starts growing like there's a creature on it. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. kind of spooky and creepy. Well, that's the one where the hand reaches out from under the bed. Yes, right? yes. yes that, one was, that one was a little terrifying. Yes. That was when Isabel said, I'm not going to watch this show anymore. It's too scary. <laughs> and she hasn't watched it since. So, and, and then an episode which I'll mention, which I didn't write down here, and I know every, you two hate this episode, but Heaven Sent is amazing oh, to me. Oh, God. I thought it was a really good episode. I have that in my worst. If, if, I need to watch those two again, because I only watched those once. I didn't say Hellbent was good. I said Heaven Sent. <laughs> it's, again, that's first part excellent, second part. Uh, and I think I did like Heaven Sent, but I wasn't cr as crazy about it as you were. Yeah. And I think because I watched them and that's a great back Capal to back. Capaldi episode. Capaldi yeah. Well, he yeah. saved a lot of stories. His performance. He, just, he his really performance did. By his performance saved a lot of stories because the writing failed him. Really so I'm going to go review my, my worst and see what reaction we get from him. Go. He's probably going to really... I'm not going to disagree with anything. He's probably... Anymore. He's going to... This is probably the only time we'll agree. Number five, I have Let's Kill Hitler. Yeah, I have that on my list. That's horrible. I hated that episode. I hated Moffat. A good man goes to war. I hated that episode. That's on my list, too. <laughs> the Time of the Doctor. That's on my list. I have that on my list. Big time. Hellbent slash Heaven Sent. Well, Heaven Sent wasn't that good. And my number one is The Wedding of River Song. I didn't have that on my list, but I didn't like that either. Oh, I hate that one. It's so cheesy and stupid. She marries a robot that the Doctor is in, and he's in there going... Thumbs up. Look, I'm still alive. I'm in the robot suit thing. Yeah, that was bad. That was stupid. That was bad. I can't disagree with any of that. Well, <coughs> the beast below. That would. Be, that was. That was. That was on the bubble. So I had that number six. In the forest of the night. Yeah. I have that one too, but <laughs> on a different different category. And I hated it so much that I wrote it down twice by mistake. <laughs> Sleep no more. Yes, we. That's another one. I. So that one. I, it's in the um, middle for me. Caretaker. I didn't mind the caretaker. Mm, I didn't like that, that one. Okay. And Black Spot. The Curse of the Black Spot, or yeah, whatever the hell it was. The Pirate... Oh, God. There was a lot of episodes that were just sort of like, eh. I yeah, really like disliked that episode. No, it's really bad. It's the one with the... Uh, How come nobody... Okay. The, the one that the guy from Life on Mars wrote, where they're on that planet with the, the silly putty people there. I put that as a rebel flesh. Yeah, rebel flesh. I oh, the doppelgangland. Yeah, yeah. not doppelgangland. That's a Buffy that episode. I thought um, it was more of a classic Doctor Who episode. I didn't like that one. Oh, I liked that one. Yeah. I liked that one. 
I mean, maybe it's because every time I turn on Doctor Who on BBC America, it's always that episode, those two episodes. So I'm like, I'm like, I can't watch this. Again. I like the I like the woman, the actress in that in that episode, in those two episodes. I, I can't remember her name, but she's been in other stuff that I've seen, and I like her. And then I like the guy. The guy who's in one of the guys who's in that episode is in Life, Life on Mars and Ashes, Ashes to Ashes, because mm-hmm. um, there's 12 actors in Britain, and <laughs> well, there are. And they're all in Broadchurch. They're all in Broadchurch and Doctor Who. Um, you guys are forgetting one of the bad ones, though. There's, well, you're forgetting a lot of bad ones. But. I had more on my list. Had, oh, okay. Go ahead. No, I, I named my five. Uh, I did not like Cold War. I know you did. Oh, I liked that one. Rings of Akatan, I didn't care for. I like the speech. And Robots thing. of Sherwood. <sighs> Why? I wasn't a big fan of that. I know you like that I one. just didn't like it. I, I just that one is funny. Stupid. It's got all the Robin Hood things in there that just, it's like, okay. It's kind of like the Agatha Christie one and the Tenet one. And all the, okay. Obviously, you guys are forgetting one that is the definitive Worst Moffat episode. Dinosaurs on a spaceship. That was written by our new showrunner, Chris Chibnall. Well, thank you. The only reason I liked that episode is because Arthur Weasley's in it. And I like him. Yeah, but... uh, But yes, it was silly. Victory of the Daleks. With the um, oh, the planes. That's that was bad. a Mark Gatiss one. Yeah, yeah that's Mark Gatiss. Thank you. Yeah, um, that wasn't great. And I thought the Dinosaurs first. Dinosaurs in a spaceship is so bad. Yeah, you have the guy who <laughs> plays Lestrade and Sherlock in it, and he's a big game hunter, and there's these dinosaurs, and it was just TV and it was just so. Dumb and it didn't make any sense. Arthur Weasley. No, it didn't make David any Bradley's sense. like on a spaceship and they blow him up and it's like, okay, let's go home now. And you're like, what? I didn't put this on my top list, but I liked the Asylum of the Daleks quite a bit. I liked the Asylum of the Daleks. Yeah, yeah that I wasn't did bad. Like that one. That was a, had the biggest surprise in Doctor Who history for me is when Clara was there in the episode. In the Dalek. Yes. Well, in that, the Dalek. When the, she was in the but Dalek. But you didn't know I that she was. No though. idea. Until the, the, the end. That was a shock, but. Her appearance in the first place was a shock. Yeah. Because we knew she was going to be the companion, and then she shows up as a different character, and you're like, what? Yeah. And so... It, yeah, that it was a good... That was another good positive <clears throat> he did. Yeah. No, and, that, I liked Asylum. And then when he killed her off in the snowman, and then you see her in the present day at the graveyard. Yeah. That was like, kind of like a like, weird... What's going on now, you know? Oh, Ma- don't worry, Moffat will, will take care of it for us. He kind of did. It was, but it was... He did, in the name of the doctor. Town Call Mercy, what do you guys mm-hmm. think of that? That was okay. Yeah. I didn't care for that. A lot of kind of middle... Uh, I mean, it wasn't awful, but it was not... It wasn't very interesting. Yeah. It wasn't very exciting. It was kind of boring. Mm. Time of the Doctor, though. Ugh. Worst regeneration story ever. Wow. Wooden Cybermen. We'll be wooden because the sonic screwdriver can't work on it, but they can burn. So you just have to light a freaking match and kill him. I'll use a blowtorch. Oh, it was terrible. It was all terrible. The only good thing about that was handles. That was the only good thing about that. Well, the only good thing about that was when Capaldi showed up at the end and, no, and the credits rolled. Was <laughs> that the one with all 13 doctors? Yeah, and that was pretty good. But I, I hated the... Um, talking about season finales, Death in Heaven is one of my... I put Dark Water, Death in Heaven. I thought Dark Water was all right, but Death in that Heaven... Was, Part like part one was good when you had yeah. to reveal that Missy was actually the master, 
And then he ruined it by Danny Pink, the Cybermen with the Conscience, and then Cyber Brigadier, and... And the, the floating down of the umbrella, it just, it was Mary Poppins, I mean, it's just, it just... I'm I, Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I just, I, I didn't like a... You're right, when, when you say the first season had the finale of um, the Big Bang, the Big, a uh, Big... Big Bang Theory. Big, the Pandora uh, opens. Big, opens Big, Big Bang. Bang. It was probably the best finale, maybe, because the next one would have been Wedding Wearer's Song, which was horrible. And then you have... The name of the docket was a good ending. That was Yeah, that was a good one. The only really good That was another good surprise. And that was the episode when Clark... Because all of a sudden, turning around is John Hurt, and you're like, holy crap, yeah, I remember that. I rewatched that today, because I, I read the synopsis, and I was like... I remember really liking that. I'm going to rewatch that, and I did. And then, it, and then, it, and I'd forgotten. I'm like, oh, that's right. That's the John Hurt thing. And it was so cool to see him. I'm like, who is he? You yeah. know, why is he there? And why is he a doctor but not the doctor? And not. Oh yeah, that was just. Yeah. Which is really cool about that, is that after that 50th, that big finish, snagged him before he passed away. When he, before they found out he had cancer, and they recorded. The, at least four box sets of War Doctor episodes. Oh. And I listened to the first box set, and they're really good, and I'm just like, damn it, why do you have to get cancer? Yeah. Because they were, you know, yeah. they were so good. You, you mentioned, there's a lot of episodes here that I just look at, and I'm like, they're so mediocre, like The Magician's Apprentice. And that Magician's was dumb. Movie. I mean, he arrives Underlake on a tank the... playing the guitar oh, in medieval God, England yes, or wherever. I'm just... The rest of the story is good, the whole, you know, him confronting Guy Ross, blah, 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 but they find him yeah, in a tank and a guitar. I didn't mention much about the Christmas specials, but they were overall pretty They were okay. They were average. You're fine. There wasn't... I liked the Oxygen a lot. If we were going... If, we're, if yes. we could do Capaldi, I, I thought Oxygen was really good. That would be a Capaldi I forgot about that me. one. That's more he goes blind at the end. And they keep overplaying it in the next three episodes. <laughs> yeah. I'm blind, I can't see. And that's part of the problem. When you have a continuing story like that, like you you might I, I might think that I like an episode, but if it's a two parter or if it continues and they make it worse and worse, didn't we were saying like like the extremist trilogy got worse and worse as a lot of the monks? Yeah, that was Extremist maybe was okay and then Extremist was really well done because it was in an alternate <clears throat> timeline. Yeah. And it worked so well. And then, the next one was so predictable. You're going, so you know he. I mean, the part that he was trapped in the lab with the female lab assistant, and he couldn't get out. And you're sitting going, oh well, I know how this. And Bill's gonna say, I'm. Oh, I want the doctor to get his sight back. And you can. It's just. It was just so predictable. That was another lead up that he did really well, and then. Failed. What's your top Capaldi episodes? Oh, my top Capaldi episode. <coughs> All right. I liked The Nice. Robots of Sherwood. <laughs> I just like it because it's funny and it's got all the Robin Hood stuff in it. Oh, okay. And I like Robin Hood and all that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like the Robin of Sherwood with Michael Prade and Jason Cunningham. Well, anyway, I liked Under the Lake and Before the Flood. That whole story. I did like that. I liked World Enough in Time and The Doctor Falls. And number one is the Zygon Invasion slash the Zygon Inversion. Yeah, he's pretty good in that. He's good in Thin Ice. 
I like it when he just, you know, the guy's like bad mouthing Bill, and then all of a sudden he just punches the guy off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have to keep a low profile. To Gotta keep a low profile. You don't want to pow, knocks him out. Yeah. I, I liked, um, <clears throat> I liked the first two Bill episodes a lot. The pilot and smile. Mm-hmm. I really liked those a lot. I thought they were great. I mean, just the, the monk ones with Bill were, were bad. Yeah. Yeah, those were... Yeah, but they didn't make my worst list. They didn't make my worst list, no, but they definitely were not good. No, if Extremist wasn't great, it would have. <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah. Extremist was very good. And that's why I feel bad, because I think when we look at my top list, I did put one world enough in time... And that's his third to last episode of Capaldi, and it's like, boy, too bad. He had some good ones, you know, Deep Breath I, I liked a lot, and there's a lot of other ones, but he didn't have anything that was spectacular, in my opinion, except for maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. And it's too bad, because... Face to Raven <coughs> wasn't bad. I mean, <coughs> Face to Raven, I mean, were you really expecting mm-hmm. Clara to bite it? Well, she didn't <coughs> really bite it, but my, my worst, I'm, I'm sure you're going to agree. I have Kill the Moon, In the Forest of the Night, The Girl Who Died, The One Who Lived, I have Hell Bent, Heaven Sent, Mm. and number one is Sleep No More. (laughs) That was the worst. The more I think about it, that might even be like the worst during the month ever, too. If you remember, I kind of liked that one because they tried to do something different. I gave it a check, but... But there were so many things. But when you think about it, it's like not that good. Yeah. No. And I love Heaven's I love episodes that are kind of like the Doctor's not in control and he's, you know, he's by himself pretty much. I feel like I need to go rewatch everything now from Matt Smith. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I know we were talking about (laughs) going, like our next one, well, unfortunately, would be Beast Below, right? Are we doing them in order? Oh, yeah, we're doing them in order. We're going to do Beast Below. Sorry. Garbage we we know who to it. blame for that one. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> so, I think we agreed. I think Peter Capaldi did some really good stuff. And he saved a few episodes. Um, you know, some of the episodes you mentioned that he was good in it, the story may have not been that good necessarily, but he was good in it. Just I mean, the sarcasm. He was probably good in almost every episode. I, the sarcasm know. between him and Robin Hood. Throughout that whole episode, made made that episode. Except for that one, I heard it. <laughs> huh? say, except for that one, I was bad. No, no he was. It, it was I lo- I loved him as the doctor. I thought he was a, a good doctor. Yeah, I, I just yeah. think he was really let down by the writing. But like when you go back and look at individual episodes that were good that he was in, they're really good. Yeah. You know, like and he he does have some great lines. One of the episodes that I didn't really care for was. Uh, the one, the one where they go down into the. There, it's in Victorian England. It may be like his second episode. She's dressed up in Victorian clothes. They go and they they're in this restaurant and everybody deep in the breath. restaurant. That's deep breath. That's deep breath. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was excellent. I like that. Episode. Yeah, I like that one too. Um, <clears throat> and he talks about his eyebrows, his angry eyebrows, and. Well, that's because he looked in the mirror for the first time. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there were some funny lines. And some funny, you know, he has funny lines. He's got funny lines, and he's very sarcastic. Mm-hmm. 
on some of the stuff that he says. And he's got a very deadpan kind of throwaway delivery. And he comes that... across so serious, he'll say something, he'll be sarcastic. I, I like, um, we did, I didn't mention this in the other review, but <clears throat> when the doctor is, um, he's almost like a, like a ch child, like, making excuses for the way the TARDIS looked like when the first doctor comes into it. Yeah. And they no he notises the guitar and appears <laughs> yeah. like, you know. Uh, that was left oh, here from one of my companions. <laughs> it looks like, like he's been playing recently. Excuses for it or whatever, but... Um, Yeah, I, I think he had some. I think probably in almost every episode he probably had some good stuff. I, I just that speech he gave to Missy and the Master in his in the last the, second to last episode. That was good. I that was in the way he just delivered it. Yeah, and he got all emotional. Mm-hmm. And it was just just like brilliant. You look at him and you're just like, damn! I wish he could stayed on a little bit longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had good rapport with with Bill. I think he, he did really well with Clara too, for the most part. I mean, until it, it became the Clara show. I I didn't like what they did with Clara in his first episode, where he, he she kind of rejected him. I, I thought that was, you know, I'm sitting there trying to. I'm a little flag waver for Clara going go Clara, and everyone's uh, not everyone. A lot of people are like Clara sucks. And then they come out, and Claire was like, "Oh, I don't want you as a doctor because you're not my doctor." And it's like you're oh, old and ugly, now. and yeah. And that's and kind now of they're mirroring her being a bad guy. But that was kind of mirroring what was saying yeah, online, and he was just. And good. that's another thing, Moffat. Why are you doing that? Stop yeah, why was he listening what's happening. to the? You know, don't listen to the fans. Because a lot of times you'll see that in a show where it's like, and he's not going to do the next episode, but that would be the type of thing like. You know, I half expect Jodie Whittaker to turn to a camera and said, "I'm the new Doctor, whether you like it or not." You know, and if you know that's the end of the episode, and it's like, kind of like a screw you, and that's sort of the thing that happened. That they make reference. He makes references that the fans are like, "Ha ha," you know, like they said it several times in the episode last night. I forgot about this. Oh, the windows are the wrong size. Okay, we get it. You, you, someone made a comment when the series first started out with Rose, that the, the windows were not the same size as they were in the classic series. Mm -hmm. And the joke is... I remember is, that. You who know, cares? But everyone's... Yeah. Not everyone. A lot of people are coming about... They've made multiple references to that throughout the season. They're like little Easter eggs, and they it's, mentioned it. They're just as bad as the, the Star Trek fans that don't like The Last Jedi. Well, this is a different story. Well, they're just as bad as that. But, anyways, so... I think we agree that Peter Capaldi, we liked him pretty much. We liked to have seen him in a different producer situation, but uh, it's hard to gauge now. Like I said before, when Chris Chibnall takes over, we now have a new doctor. Maybe there's going to be a new direction they're going to go in. If all of a sudden his episodes aren't that good, is it because of Jodie Whittaker? Is it because of he just sucks too? Um, is someone else controlling the whole thing and making Doctor Who bad? Well, you know, given of what I've seen Jodie Whittaker in, I would say no. <laughs> she's a very good actor. You know, she's yeah. she's really good. And I think she could be a good doctor, you know? I think it does depend on the writing, you know? Yeah, An actor can on only work she's... with how it's written. And Chris Chibnall did Broadchurch, which was... The first season of Broadchurch was like, rip your heart out good. Yeah. 
And season three was also very good. I haven't watched that yet. I think it's on Netflix again. It is. Is that a BritBox? No, it's on Netflix. It's it's amazing. And I'm not gonna I'm gonna be hypocritical here because I hate when people are like, oh, she crashed the TARDIS, and oh, I hate her already. I I didn't understand what she said, but from the couple seconds that we saw. I didn't think she was overplaying it either. Some of these, like Matt Smith and David Tennant especially, can be like very goofy when they overplay it. Yeah. And I don't think Capaldi does that as much, but definitely the two of them do it. Eccleston certainly didn't do it, I don't think. Well, we never saw him after he first regenerated. He was just there. Yeah, but I'm not talking this, this in general, like being goofy. Like when oh, Matt oh, Smith oh. J- falls out of the TARDIS... The, the, beans, bad beans. Well, he just, and there has to be a joke with it. She didn't joke when she fell out of the TARDIS. There was nothing funny about yeah, it. Yeah, he goes, Geronimo. Yeah, it, yeah. it just is, it's like, well, you may not she's know this or not, but I don't like when Doctor down is joking, to wherever so. the hell she is. If she's <laughs> a complete numbskull and jokes around all the time, then maybe I won't like her. But if she's a little more serious, maybe I will. I thought right. Capaldi was more serious. He was more serious, and yeah. And so I liked his humor was just verbal. It wasn't physical. Matt Smith's was a lot more physical. Yeah, and that's a positive for me because I didn't like the physical humor. Mm-hmm. Even though I say one of my favorite doctors, if not my favorite, is Patrick Trout, and he was very physical, but so I'm hip, very hypocritical when it comes to Doctor Who. And I was like, well, if it's Patrick Trout, then it's okay, but if it's Matt Smith, forget it. <laughs> because the humor well, is... Patrick Trout did a different style, though. Yeah, and maybe it's... So Steve Moffat's gone. I, I think it's weird because when you watch Sherlock, especially the first couple of seasons, you're like, how is it possible that he could create this masterpiece and then he creates Doctor Who? And it's like, can't you... And that what infuriated me more than anything was why are we not seeing this with Doctor Who? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand that. Now, Sherlock deteriorated toward the end, I think. It kind of... <laughs> fell apart and really got crazy. It became more like Doctor Who than anything. I haven't watched the final season of Sherlock because I was so not interested. They all die. Thanks. No, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know anymore because there was episodes that didn't happen and it's like, you know, there was the impossible, it's the same thing. It's like, Moriarty's dead, we saw him blow his brains out, but then he's still alive and how could that be possible? And you're watching this thing going, am I watching Doctor Who because it doesn't, you know... Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So it did deteriorate rapidly. I'm very curious to see what they do with... Was it that he's working on Frankenstein? Yeah. Dracula? Frankenstein, I think. No, I thought it was Dracula. Is it Dracula? I don't know. One of those. It, that's a rumor <laughs> thing. Werewolf? Was he yeah. working on Wolfman? <laughs> but uh, I'm curious because I like being positive, and, but... You know, part of me is like, wouldn't be surprised if it comes out and it's like, oh my god, never mind. But, I mean, Russell T. Davis, what has he done since he left the show? Well, his uh, partner got sick with cancer or something, so okay. he took time off for that. Okay. But there's other, he does children, there's other children show I think he's doing. He's done, he's done other stuff, we just don't hear about it because it's not science fiction. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, we'll see. I mean... The last thing he did was a television adaptation of A Midsummer Night's Dream. And before that, it was Doctor Who. Uh, something called Cucumber on TV? I don't know what that is. Wizards vs. Aliens? Like 
Okay. Yeah, he hasn't done much. I, I mean, and part of me wanted to see Russell Davis come back and, and write an episode for Doctor Who under Moffat. I would have loved to see that, just to see, because I, I love, I'm a, I'm, I have a scientific mind, maybe, and I want to see, what is it that, Rus that why did Russell T. Davis screw up? Maybe if Russell Davis writes under a different person and not himself, maybe, if he were, came back and wrote four episodes under Moffat and they were all superb, then we would have to go, well, wait a minute, if, if, as long as you're writing underneath someone, you, you're better, but as soon as you become showrunner, you, you suck. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not saying Russell Davis sucks. Well, but maybe Chibnall's track record writing for the show wasn't that great. But Moffat was was perfect, I think, going into his, and he just totally... But to be fair, Chibnall's Torchwood stories were pretty good, just because he was in the second season. Maybe. They were better, maybe, than the first, but... So we have a lot to look forward to, a lot of change all at once, which, again, my scientific mind can't handle. I'd rather... I've seen one thing change, and then I could sit there and say, okay, was it Moffat that, that messed up Capaldi? But if Capaldi had a really good season with Chibnall, we would all be going, thank you for nothing, Moffat, and thank you, uh, Capaldi, for sticking around that season. Now it's just a clean slate, so we have to kind of cleanse our palate and just go on to something else. Mm -hmm. but, um, do you think, <laughs> is it possible after the Chibnall era or even in the first two seasons, we might look back at Moffat and say, I miss Moffat. Well, we could, well, because we, we could, did the same thing about Russell T. Davis. You know, we might, we, we won't know. Well, we don't know. I mean, we don't know, like, I wish that from five happen, years but. from now, if we look back on Moffat's stuff and say, hey, you know what, this actually isn't quite that yeah. bad. If you're comparing it to that worst Doctor Who, then maybe, but, which is too bad. Because sometimes it, you look at some of them, they age better, and you, you look at it in a different light. Yeah. Except for, except for uh, except for sleep no more and uh, well, I think Moffat may actually age better than Russell T. Davis. Maybe even though I think I, I've gone back and watched Russell T. Davis and I've liked some of his episodes that I like. Even New Earth, which I absolutely panned at the time, I found some maybe because I'm comparing it to Moffat. But Russell T. Davis had a lot of contemporary in jokes. I don't know if Moffat did as many of those. Mm. So I don't know if that's going to date it more or not. But so the future looks bright, maybe. Yes. We'll see. We'll <laughs> Brighter, see. maybe a little bit, because we're this far down. So Moffat did some good stuff, but overall, we just can't find our, you know, consistently consistency. There I think he no gets a gentleman's C as a showrunner. Okay, I only do pass fail, so fails in my book. So far though, everyone fails. No. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair enough. So thanks for listening.